0: What's going on, y'all? I got a break in right now. You know, I just want to talk about some recruiting. Um, that's all. That's all, man. I just be trying to, you know, I tried to give everybody the gifts. But, you know, for my followers, they love to hear things. It, it, it's cool to believe in analysts. I mean, these guys work hard. It's cool to believe in them, man. So if that's what you ride on, that's what you ride on. But don't come on another analyst. That's like, you know, you got analysts that put in predictions. Real talk. I was on Crystal Ball before, and I got some hating going on because I was doing both football and basketball. I never got a chance. If you see my uh weak, weak, weak ass score as a two four seven Crystal Ball, i never got a chance to be on there like everybody else and change my predictions when they was changed and nothing. So if you watch me when I was off Crystal Ball, I actually made those predictions on Twitter, changed them and everything. So. That's crazy. And my predictions on on um, Crystal Ball was 75%. If you was to do them over, they'd be 75%. I just started going to tear <laughs> once I left there. You know, it really is crazy because I did more predictions there, so I, I always add up my predictions. I got papers. I got all types of, you know, how they do it, and how they did their prediction percentages, and I keep up with it. So from my 75%, you know, before then, before I messed with them, my stuff was 81%. And then after that, it was on. I just started really killing them and killing them and killing them. You know, you could find the Villanova predictions. You combine the v uh, the, I was doing Villanova Temple, all that. Like, I'm the guy. I'm not the best at the predictions, but I'm definitely one of those guys you got to see. It's no doubt. I don't care who you is. Uh, Kobe, the one who has uh, 100% Um. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm just that's just a good number. Yes, 43 predictions. I have over, literally, over 300 predictions because I do football, basketball. That that was the thing in, in, in Crystal Ball. People didn't like the fact I was doing both. I doing football, basketball. You know, I interview baseball. I do baseball work. I do different work. So it's some shit I miss. Excuse me. Some stuff I miss. I do because I come back and the predictions already made and you know, uh people are already and analysts are already made they did their work. So sometimes I bow out because it's too much for me to do. Like I got like it's sometimes villain work, I come back and the reason why I dip I dip dive and go in there and do it because I mess with villain over the most. So you know, I could be doing y- y'all see, it, I could be doing a female interview, female of uh, sports player could be boxing, anything. I do y'all think that that's easy to do. Y'all think that takes no time? Sit there, talk with them, talk about the next fights as boxers, talk about um the women basketball players, they got the same schedule as men. And then I go back and see what's up with other players and other programs. It's just not Villanova I I mess with. But Villanova is my main thing. So let's go back. I remember Brian Antoine. I mean, him and Scotty Lewis, you know, they were Villanova leans. And then, you know, eventually, let me tell you a big example, Antoine and Lewis, I went with both of them. Antoine was a surefire lock in the way things was going, but Lewis was still floating. Now, Florida crept up, but I thought that, look, Lewis was going to bow and say, no, I'm not going to do I'm not going to. Even though I heard strong impressions of, of Florida, I heard, I just thought Lewis was just going to follow his boy. Now, this that is a time when I heard nothing but, I heard Florida creep up and take it. And that's a learning curve, you know. You think it's Scotty going to ride with his boy. They, they so hard felt that he would feel like Florida wouldn't do it. And it just seemed like that, uh, did I find out after the recruitment because I had like kind of went off of, uh, I had a locked source on Antoine. No question. Not only from his camp, but from around Villanova, he was like really in there. So, and they were still on Scotty Lewis. And so I was still, I started doing Penn state. If you look at their recruiting, then I was doing Penn state. Remember their class? Uh, I was, um, had a good, nice class, then I was doing, still doing Temple. And I had one away because I was just like, all right, here we go. This is going to be an easy one. When it got down to the wire and Antoine committed, everybody hit my stuff up like, ah, you know, Antoine was going to come. Everybody thought he was going to go to Duke. Everybody. Jerry Meyer hit me up in my inbox. Hey, I, how'd you know that? Everybody thought that Antoine was going to Duke. And I said, no, nah, that was a... And so when I looked, I started seeing the Florida thing. I said, no, Lewis is not. This was me. Lewis is not going. You can, you can punch me in the head. Oh, neither you told us. It wasn't like it wasn't a possibility at all because he loved Villanova and he loved Antoine. So I just thought Florida was making rounds and people were saying, man, Florida going to get him, man. Florida is making a great impression. And I'm like, he's not going to not go with his boy because he still got Villanova in there. You know, that was the one time because they was so, it was riding with each other so much that it was like Duke, Duke. It was like Kentucky, Kentucky. I thought wherever one went, that was it. Now, Antoine at the time, yeah, he was real, real stronger than, well, not real stronger. He was stronger than Lewis. But once Antoine committed, whoo, Lord Jesus, the Florida momentum came. And I was just like, it can't be like this. not like, like, as soon as Antoine committed, the Florida momentum is dead. You know, um, I remember when I was on Crystal Ball, just just to give you the 411, i I always say this. It wasn't just Noah Kane. Noah Kane, they was they was on me hard. Like the guy, uh what's his name? I forgot the guy's name. He's one of the head guys or whatever. Um and he was like, Man, we gotta take you off if you keep making so many predictions. <laughs> like they was just like you just make too many predictions and then messes everybody up that's what he said he said Noah Kane cannot be going to Penn State that's just crazy that's what he said that's what he said and they took me off of crystal ball crystal and I said Noah Kane and the reason why I say that you're looking at the percentages I tell you, I told you why I was like that but Noah Kane they're committing to Penn State and, before, and, and when he did that, I was cut off the crystal ball. Another guy that was told to me that he shouldn't, Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson is not. That was by other analysts on crystal ball. Michael Johnson is not going to Penn State. Look, I'm doing the same thing y'all doing. Whatever y'all hearing, I'm hearing on my side. And Michael Johnson committed to Penn State. This is just another, like, this was a. What, leader goes through battles. No other analysts. I don't, I don't see them going through that. Even though some analysts do feel another way about other analysts. Believe me, I know the whole politics. I'm gonna let that out. I know all the politics about who's right, who's wrong, how some get some right. You know, it, it, it's a. I'm nice. Why so I'm not gonna say nothing about some guys. It is what it is. Look, they are great analysts. They do their work. It don't matter what you know. What I mean, happens. Me, I'm out here. Like I gotta hit in boxes, I gotta like I really gotta do some dirty work. Everybody goes out, you know, some people I don't go out to games like everybody. I get game tapes. Like, you know, you gotta sit back and watch it's more exciting to go to a live game than it is to sit back and watch a tape <laughs> of a whole game. They taking breaks, you watching this, you watching this. You know, in, in in the gym, you can fall back and socialize with people and this and that, and you might hear a word from somebody that you roll with. So lots of analysts and a lot of these analysts get words; they don't get their own speculation. They get it from other people and they put it there. So that's just how that goes. Um, it is what it is, man. I've got a lot wrong before. I've gotten some, dog, no, I've got some wrong, but I'm just good like that. And people, you know, it is what it is now. Some other guys are good like that. You know, Will Fawn, Lil Kobe. You know, I'm just giving my props to people out there with the percentages. You got to. Jerry Meyer is not a guy that is wrong a lot. Travis Banham is not wrong a lot. You know, that's just what it is, man. It's just what it is. People, I'm a real confident guy. Nobody likes confidence. They like, fall back and chill and, and listen, I'm, I'm a leader, you know? So that's how that, that really goes. You know, there's a lot of, you know, ESPN has a lot of leaders. TNT has a lot of leaders. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it is. These guys are leaders and they get on the same page with male and female. That's just how it is. Um, now let's talk about the Sean Harris Smith. Yes, it's Merlin. He wants to be home. That, that's one of the. It's either Villanova or home. It's been like that for a minute. The Penn State's in there. Penn State is in there. Penn State is, a, is a, excuse me, Penn State is a very good school. They've been recruiting them hard. But I'm just going to tell you the real deal, man. It's, it's either going to be Villanova or Maryland. we know that. But they're looking at these analysts, right? Just listen to me. Listen to me very closely. To all the Twitter followers, if you're an Instagram follower, whatever. And I've been wanting to say this, man. Can y'all look at... We all look at the percentages. Because I like to have fun and look at them. But if I'm actually going to recruit somebody, I don't go based off percentages. I go based off word. If I see a guy put something down, I go to the source. I might go to coaches, AAU coaches. I might go to other people around their family. People that's with their family. Um... And, and then you go to talk to other analysts, like personally, see where they get their info from, not just look at the predictions. You got to see if the an analyst actually went and, and did his work. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. So Deshaun Harris-Smith can go to Villanova just like Merlin. Everybody's like, Merlin, All oh, a lot of people read what on three said and was like, They went right on their joint. (laughs) Right on it. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, man. I mean, everybody gets their sources from somewhere else. But don't come to me. My my saying don't come to me about what experts pick. All experts have their ways of getting their sources. And you don't know nothing about it. (laughs) You know absolutely nothing about it. Nothing at all about it. Nobody knew about, like, it's crazy. Um, then another guy says Villanova's not going to get who they really wanted. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go on coin fast with y'all. Let me go back to Zayden High with Michigan. I want y'all to look at these percentages. Father, look at these percentages. And y'all tell me, can a person put his foot on the gas on Twitter and and run his mouth and actually say that that is – Saying that, like saying your prediction away from Villanova is nec- is even is even a good topic. Like, look at the percentages. Look look at these percentages. Because that was my first time looking at them. I'm serious. I usually look at them. I haven't looked at them. I have not looked at them. I've actually been going all straight. I have not had time, like to to use that as a source. So, if you look at Villanova football, there is no predictions. There's absolutely no predictions on Villanova football. You want me to give you, I could, I could definitely, but Villanova also does a good job of offering when they know the guys is going to commit quickly. So you don't even know to get the, it's hard to get the, um uh, the scoop sometime, man, because when they give their offers in football, they know these guys are going to come to the school. This is this is this is the deal. I'm not doing any breaks. I'm doing straight news, no music, no breaks. Just a little breaking. Um, yes, Deshaun Harris Smith. That once again, Zayden Howard on a one one visit, one visit. You know, sometimes that gets analysts off. He gets a visit and, oh, that last visit. Oh, man. Crazy part, Zayden High was predicted to Villanova real high until he went to Michigan. Now, I remember that prediction. I remember that one. Because I remember going in there and, um, Actually trying to get all the, because I was real late on Zayden High. When Zayden High got the offer, I was kind of late. I had been doing so much female basketball work and um, over football work. I had forgot all, like when he got the offer, I was like, it's a great offer. And I wanted to go back and see what it was. And I look at the schools. That's a, that. That's just like analysts. All analysts do it. They make their, uh, what you call, um their immediate prediction, you know, if you see a visit, they're like, "Oh, that's a prediction." Well, I saw all the schools, and I, he had offers from. And I said, "Villanova's on it." That—that's Villanova's going to get that. And then the prediction went up to Villanova all of a sudden a week later. Then next thing you know, Michigan comes up with it, and then boom, everybody's like, "Oh, God!" And then they, they the people are making the predictions, "Oh, he's going to go to Michigan." But look at the percentages for a person to step on a gas and say, "Oh, it's." Y'all really don't know what y'all doing, do you? Like, y'all really... And they're going to go with that. And then if if if, it, if it's right, if Zayden High goes to Michigan, to China, I tell, you didn't tell me nothing. The analyst told you. You have to sit back and wait. You can't... You're not an analyst. You cannot go at me about anything you don't know nothing about. If he's right, he's right. A lot of analysts lose. I mean, you saw it was too... It's crazy. I, I'm tripping. Like, I had to actually go back and look at this. I did, cause everybody like two predictions here. There's two predictions to Villanova, so you trying to call those analysts like they don't know nothing? The ones who, if, if they get it wrong, if 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 Merlin gets Deshaun Harris Smith, he stays home. You're gonna call the two ones that they just don't know nothing. Out of everybody on that list, everybody who 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 does predictions, Kobe has the hundred percent. You look at Witherspoon, he's another guy. So you're trying to say no one else matters. Like, you know, what with, does Witherspoon and Kobe make every prediction? No they don't. Hell no they don't. They don't even get on every prediction. Witherspoon has more juice than Kobe in his in his field. So Witherspoon might be on a lot of the top guys. He might come in and Wilfong is real smart. He'll he'll he also get his predictions from a group of people. He just don't go get his one source. Stick with his sources. He messes with analysts too, and he looks at it and he knows how to be like, okay, you know what? This is the this is the prediction. I've been doing my homework, and then the rest of the guys are saying it. <laughs> the guy I talk because you know he talk with all the he talks with all the analysts. He's contracted. So he's getting there and he's knowing who to roll with. Some guys just come in at the last minute and say, oh, boom, and throw that stuff in there. Oh, bow. Here's my prediction. I'm going to go with mine. They go at a tug of war on who they think is. You know, it's real funny. I stick with all sources. I stick with all sources. I don't look at analysts. I don't roll with analysts. I stick with all sources all my whole career. I mean, I've talked with analysts, but as analysts, I don't talk to them about who I think they're going. And I talk to them, I give them credit. I give them love. I love the articles. I don't talk to them about who is who's committing. I just that's just not what I do. And then i not saying I don't go on percentages sometimes. But the dang, I really I used to when I first started, I was really going on percentages. Now it's like I got so many sources, I roll with them. And if I don't have no sources, I don't even judge the 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 the. Uh, the basketball player i gotta have some type of sources to roll back on because i can go to the analyst and say analyst okay the analyst said this this guy said this this guy said this now i'm gonna go back to my sources to see if this all weighs out type of stuff all right now um to keep this 100 funky uh what was i at besides the zayden high i mean the man the percentages man it's just crazy that you can't make those type of strong arguments unless the percentages are overwhelming. You can't. And this is my first time looking at them today. Cause I I'm just going on miles like I always do. But when the guy was like four and two, I'm like, okay, everybody's looking at these percentages. They're looking at I, I guess cause it's Lita Johnson. That's what it is. Lita Johnson's putting the mark up. They got to put other people up. But, um, the only way, the only reason I looked at it because it was like, I don't even look at them. And there was too many of them popping up. I saw there was a prediction for one. Somebody put, there's a prediction for this. There's a prediction for that. And I'm like, dang, okay. That's what the fans do. But me being the analyst, I said, look, look at these predictions they're talking about, man. What is, H- what is, what is, what is it? Michigan, uh, 100. Villanova, zero. Maybe I need to look back and do another dip into my sources. So I looked and I was right. I mean... The percentages are so small apart from each other. So my sources, it's nothing for me to look back at my sources. I just got to go back and see if they end up being the final decision. There's nothing that makes me go back at my sources and say, oh, man, y'all told me. Look at the, look at the, and I looked on on three and I was like, even on three. And then I, I hate hearing people say, do you trust on three on three or professionals too? How can y'all disrespect them like that? That's so disrespectful. Damn. It shows y'all how much love y'all really got for analysts. This on three was made by a branch off analyst of uh 247. You know, um The one guy who, um Shannon Terry was the one guy who I saw first pushing. it, And then they, they hired Joe Tipton and Hayes Foster. You see two guys who are, and it, it was really, really a smart move because those guys did all the edits. So, of course, they're following with all the, uh, it, was, it was really a smart move. And you got shout-out to my guy, Jamie Shaw. All oh, them guys are good. Them guys are smart. Like, <laughs> what are y'all talking? Yo. Oh, they're so crazy. Like, you know. But but the but fans, I have to realize fans are fans. And then if Harris Smith and, and Zayden Hyde commit to Michigan and Maryland, I told you, told what? You didn't tell nothing. You listen, you look at, at predictions. You didn't tell me nothing. You was told by somebody else. What oh, my God. But I just got to realize who I'll be messing with, man. Some people don't know nothing and they want to know something. And then they ride with something. Seriously, man. But um, Smith to Villanova, high to Villanova. Those are my picks. The only pick, the only between those two, uh, that I feel like could be wrong eventually would be Harris Smith. I think he could eventually commit to uh, as of right now, high still Villanova, man. Like, there's no momentum shifting uh in, in his camp. Is, uh people that know him, people that are around the situation. There's nothing shifting it. There are some people saying that Michigan, now nah, it's like nobody in my, uh, like I don't hear the other ones. Oh, yeah, Michigan, you know, Michigan, he loves Michigan. You know, his family, you know, it was all up there, but it still love Villanova. And it's still a, a momentum, it's not a momentum shifter. It's just they love Michigan. They love Villanova. Like that's still there. There was nothing that said he's gonna commit, and that's it. You know, uh, or when guys are predicting Michigan, they're just saying, "Well, man, that was he went on that visit." They're not saying anything about his camp solidifying Michigan at all. Not even close. Not even close. More of a uh, Villanova, more of a Villanova clamp. Now, Harris Smith, yes, which you had. I'm sorry I didn't give y'all that news. I'm just telling you that Villanova is still in the run, still in front. Yes, uh, Harris Smith at the Lamont, uh, at the Lamont, uh, he, he committed. It's really that's that's what Merlin is pitching, you know. Willard is trying to get the DMV on lock. That is his move. That is his. This is it's like Penn State, like you know, Penn State football loves to lock up the city, and that's what Merlin wants to do to the DMV, not just Merlin, the DMV. So, like I said, it's it's just different. Now we go to the point of Villanova not getting who they really wanted. I just want people to to realize that's not even the option for Villanova. And and really for any college, when they offer, okay, we really wanted this guy. We really wanted to get this guy. Well, we're going to get this guy even though we don't want him. We're going to offer this guy because we didn't really get this guy that we wanted. Because, no, that's not how it goes. Now, on, on to, you know, kind of rock with the, the follower on a little bit, there are guys that there are some settlers and programs. There are settlers and programs that say, okay, we was going for this guy. We didn't get him. Let's add to our recruiting class. You know, I'm, I'm, it's not saying that they, uh, they, they're not appreciating the commitment of the guy and appreciating his talent, but, yeah, of course. There are a lot of programs that, especially programs that are not as high as like the blue bloods, because no, no blue bloods say that. No major program, no Gonzagas, no Baylors. no. You know they they, they don't. They, that's not something they do. There are other lower programs that that do that. I'm not going to mention their names, but there are lower programs that just want a player to develop, and that's what they get, even though they really didn't. I ain't going to say. This is a better word with that. Really didn't want him, really the whole thing. Them really not wanting him. That's not it. This is not the guy they originally, or can't say originally. It's not the guy they uh, they were comfortable with, that they, they were picturing to go with the scheme, but they'll get a talent so they can put in their system that they feel confident about it's not the guy they wanted and the guy they envisioned. Now, with Villanova, there is no this, this is a different program because they have to have guys that fit their talent. They have to have guys that fit their scheme. So, everybody they're getting is who they exactly – yes, that's, that's who they exactly they wanted. The guy, the first guy they want now, Justin Edwards, of course they wanted Justin Edwards. You know, but they realized the deal. They realized where he was ranked, and they realized it was going to be competition. Once the competition got to that point where they felt like they had no wins, they don't care about a final school, <laughs> you know, it's like Cam Reddish. Jay Wright knew that was an uphill battle. And he went to that to the end. They didn't do that with Justin Edwards. That's not what Kyle Neptune does. Um, DJ Wagner not having any chance. They, as soon as they offered them, they had a chance. You got to look at the connections, the bloodline. But once he saw just how strong Louisville, Villanova could easily be in the top schools for G.J. Wagner. They continue to recruit him hard. But they saw Louisville because if you're in top schools, you have a chance. Now, it depends on where you at in, that, in those top schools. If you have a real chance, not just a, a team they liked and just put on there because you're a team that they like. Villanova had a chance for Wagner just as, you know, not as strong as Louisville and Kentucky, but they had a chance for Wagner because Wagner loves Villanova. The whole history loves Villanova. They actually liked them and considered them in the decision. Even more than any other school, if Villanova was to pursue, Villanova has laid off a Wagner for a long time now. They they realize that it's a Louisville, Kentucky. They won't even get that commitment. But it's a chance. It's definitely a chance because he loves Villanova. Wagner's camp, DJ the father. They love Villanova. They from Camp. They love Villanova. But Louisville and Kentucky are too strong. They don't want to get in that tug of war and just spend all that time. Villanova doesn't like to spend all that time on one recruit. And all of a sudden, what happens? He don't, rec- he don't commit. So Cam Reddish example. Same thing they did with Jalen Green. They gave Jalen Green an early offer. They didn't even pursue him hard. You know, and he he visited the school. They just didn't pursue him hard. I was telling that camp, yeah, Villanova, because I, I was hollering there. I could talk about it now. I was hollering at George Halkovich around that time. And George Halkovich is like, yeah, we're going to recruit Green. So I would go back to the camp and let Green know, yeah, Villanova's interested. They're interested in you. they they, they, they still interested. And I kept asking uh, Halkovich. And then it, it got to the point where Halkovich eventually said, man, what it is is that um, – there's a lot of guys at the green and it's a lot of strong schools at the green and green's one of those top recruits. Basically in that conversation, green is an NBA uh, one and done type guy who's going to request a, uh, you know, demand a lot of him just to be playing, you know, and at that time they had guards. They was putting in the rotation and they just wanted to bring green off the bench. You know how it is. You know how it is. Green would have been brought off the, it, the thing is, this it wasn't a possibility. It wasn't a it wasn't a statement of Green being off the bench. The statement was, if he goes in there and somebody wins against him, that Green come up that that's what happens. No matter how good you are, or is somebody gonna come in there and beat you for your spot. Green didn't. Greens camp they didn't think Greens camp would just want to sit in there and just battle for the spot and then and be and be and one of the options be. That he sits. They want they 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 thought green just want to come in there and start when they look at guys like that then they saw the NBA possibilities being right. ain't had to do with that. To say they have saying have no chances that they have no chance. They said it's over with just just like you look at Edwards like Edwards. His final schools was not going over. That's when they had no chance. That's the only time when you look, because Edwards was, they were high on Edwards, but you looked at the the fact came up that Kentucky was his dream school. Villanova wasn't arguing, they wasn't battling with that. As, as much as Edwards loved home and loved Villanova, they had a chance, but Kentucky was a dream school. So at the end of the day, Tennessee recruited him so hard, you thought Tennessee was going to take that, because I lost that prediction. I, I bet it on Tennessee even though I heard about Kentucky being a dream school but he loved Tennessee Tennessee was on them so hard uh Tennessee bringing in good recruits didn't happen okay just like with DJ Wagner if we're looking at Kentucky and Louisville it's a it's looking like Kentucky is gaining ground I was picking Louisville it looks like Kentucky's gaining ground but Louisville is right there like they're yeah, they're right there but I'm I'm If you want me to say it right here on on file, lead, it seems like Kentucky is going to have Wagner and Edwards on their recruiting class. Kentucky's looking like a big recruiting class is brewing right now. And Wagner and it's, it's, just it's in between It's, it's, it's like a little, that one's hard. That one's harder than Harris Smith and Merlin. That one's harder than a lot of, uh, in between that, that is a real battle. Like Louisville, I'm, Man, it's so hard, man. I'm saying Kentucky right now, but Louisville. Oh, Louisville is strong, and, and Louisville is a real strong. One, but I'm gonna say Kentucky right now. Um, that's just how it is. If Villanova doesn't want any recruits, let me say this again. If Villanova does not want any recruits, just like Kyler Gillespie, Lonnie Walker was was their first long time target, but they went after Kyler Gillespie. Do you think they really didn't want him? Did they want Walker more than Gillespie? Yeah, they did. But they really wanted Gillespie because he fits their scheme. And you see what happened years later. So oh, it's kind of crazy for a person to say that about That was disrespectful to Villanova. They re- who, who they really wanted. No, that's not who they, no. Nah. They really want who they offer. Who they wanted first, that's different. They didn't go after Colin first, no. They went after Lonnie. But if they didn't want anybody, they would do like they did in 2020. In 2020, they was going after um, so many guys. You had Jaden Springer. remember in 2020, you know, there was after some guys. They was after a couple of them. Jaden Springer. Devin school Jalen Green was an offer. Jeremy Roach. Terrence Clark was a, a, a prospect they was after until, you know, Kentucky really got hard into it. Terrence Clark was another one. Jaden Springer, Devin Nasku, Jeremy Roach, Terrence Clark. None of these guys. They got nobody. Isaiah Tide was a, a, was a target. I remember Ashley Thomas telling me he was going down there working out a lot. Down there in Villanova. I mean, people turn different directions. So they wash their hands with the whole 2020 class. There is a possibility that could happen, but it hasn't happened. Once that happened, then you can say, then they can say, you know. They can say what he said. Zero for 2023. Because it was zero for 2020. Trey Patterson reclassified. that doesn't count. It doesn't count. It was 2021. That does not count at all. 2020 was a zero for 2020 class. I remember Ashley Howard telling me, man, we just gonna roll up. We just we just gonna go to 2021. I remember him saying that. We just gonna go to 2021. We ain't even gonna focus. Um, you know, after JD Springer didn't commit, it was over with. It was it was totally a wrap. It was over with. They, they went for nobody. It was nobody they wanted. You want me to say it again? There was nobody they wanted. It's filling over, man. If they're going to recruit you, they want you. There's not even a question. If they're, if they're Listen, if they're looking at you, they want you. They just want to see if they get this person or if they get that person. How about that one? They want you even though they ain't offered you. They just want to see if they get this guy. not, here they come. So, yo, man. I just wanted to let y'all know some things. Just to school my... Listen, man. When people go off things, they go off other people. I go off actual... If I'm wrong, I'm wrong off people that are actually close to the source. And are predicting what will happen. I've, been, I've talked to AAU guys that have told me certain things about guys, and, and they're close to these recruits, and they're wrong. They end up being wrong because recruits change their mind quick. They do. Noah Kane was talking to LSU. Do you know he woke up that morning and said Penn State, he'd been he had been LSU for the longest. I said he's going to choose Penn State. Penn State going hard at him. He's going to end up choosing Penn State, and he did. But that was a last second decision. This is people gotta realize things, man. It's crazy. I don't know. I do this, I've been I work hard at this, man. It's just stop feeding the followers false narratives. Just wait for the decision. You know, I I'm you can listen to the analysts, and I never say don't listen. Have I ever said the analysts, don't listen to them? Nah, man. They know it how they get they how they get they stuff done is how they get their stuff done and, and they're doing great work and they're professionals. Now followers you just don't don't do that to yourself. Don't you're gonna embarrass yourself. You're just gonna be another if you want to be a real fan just wait and look at stuff and look at look at look at analysts. Look at analysts. Don't listen to followers when they say zero for 2023. Don't listen to followers when they make decisions they can't make decisions. They have to go to analysts and be like, yo, um, like when I hear the one, I hear some guy say, well, the analyst said this, so I'm i I'm a ride with this. Okay. That's cool. I never noticed when, when they say what analysts say, I don't say nothing, but when you go there and make false narratives about, you know, um, where this guy is, and uh, 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 why they're not going—they're not going to have a 2023 class. Uh, Villanova is going to get who they don't want. Ooh, don't, don't say stuff like that. You're—you're you're being a you're lying. Don't say they're zero for 2023 because these guys ain't committed yet. You've already looked at these analysts. And made a decision without the without the prospect making the decision. You can't say that. Now you can say that you feel like that it's gonna be a zero for 2023. I, I dig you. Now, okay, that's different. That's different. I feel like it's gonna be a zero for 2023 class. Don't say it is, because you're wrong. You just you got the prospects. I, I, and this 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 is for real. Like knowing what knowing prospects have came to me. I'm only coming to you because prospects come to me. And they'd be like, why do, why do fans make decisions for us that we ain't made? Said, they said, they're not y'all. They're not analysts. Like, why are they doing that? Why are they making, you know, because their parents look at stuff, and they just be like, oh, my parents really, whew, parents crazy. But parents, about their kids, y'all can't go out there and say what their kids think of different schools, too. That is unbelievable. That's why I try to, when I do my interviews, I ask a lot of the same questions to a lot of the same, because this is what people want to know. What do you feel? What impresses you the most about this school? How did like that? That's some of my biggest questions. What impresses you the most about this school? So you can give the fans something to look at, something to think about. Oh, that's what presses them. But what, what will make you commit to a school? What kind of offense do you like? What's your dream school? So, right, I'm out, y'all. Uh, this is your boy, the Johnson, just giving you a break, yeah, man. Um, I'll be back. Um, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, hold it down, man. Follow the leader.